Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, you know I need someone. Welcome to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. Family caregivers don't have to be alone in their experiences. You will hear from experts and other caregivers facing the same issues that you may be facing. Now, here is your host, Dr. Gordon Atherley. Welcome to Family Caregivers Unite. This is Dr. Gordon Atherley, your host. I'm a physician trained in Britain, living in Canada, and who's worked in the U.S. Since retiring from medical practice, I've become an activist for family caregiving, which explains the name of the show, Family Caregivers Unite. Our topic today is home care for family members by family caregivers working with professional caregivers. You see, the background to this is that more and more the health system is relying on family caregivers to care for family members living at home with health conditions that are persistent, conditions for which there is no cure, and for which hospitals and long-term care facilities of various kinds aren't the best place for the kind of care they need. And that, in total, amounts to a lot of people. Now, what healthcare can do and will increasingly be called upon to do is work with family caregivers. Now, how this cooperation between healthcare people, family caregivers, and their family members works is the topic of today for us. And to discuss these things, I'm pleased to welcome two guests, Sharon Carr and Bill Lockheed. Now, first of all, I'm going to summarize their bios to you, uh, starting with Sharon. She's a registered nurse with over 35 years of nursing experience. For 19 of those years, she worked in maternal child nursing and on semi-retirement, as she calls it, from maternal child nursing, she moved out of the urban environment for a change of pace. Then nursing called her back in a different capacity so that now she and her team provide a clinical program for people living at home with chronic health problems who need care, support in care in their homes. Her team uses information technology to monitor the health of the people they're caring for. And also, she is clinical consultant with Inception Biosciences, where she develops public awareness and expectant parent awareness of the importance of storing umbilical cord blood stem cells. And she also works with healthcare professionals promoting the same idea. Now, Bill Lockheed graduated, graduated in 1966 with honors from the School of Hotel and Restaurant Management at the University of Denver. 
He was then recruited for the management trainee development program of Sheraton Corporation in Chicago. In 1969, he returned to Canada as supervisor of staff training with Canadian Pacific Hotels, where he subsequently became director of personnel. Then in 1974, he joined Ryerson University and taught human resources management at the School of Hospitality and Tourism Management. He chaired the school from 1981 to 1986, and then on retiring from the school in 2006, he received several major awards in recognition of his service to the industry. And also on his retirement, the Ted Rogers School of Business at Ryerson University created the William F. Lockheed Hospitality and Tourism Management Award. So we have two very experienced people talking about one of the most important topics, in my view, of our time. So let's start off with Sharon. Sharon, it's a two-part question. Please tell us a bit more about how you became involved with in-home care services and for clients and their family caregivers. And then also, do you or does anyone in your family have personal experience with family caregiving? Uh, yes, thank you, Dr. Offaly. Um, with my career being semi-retired, I... Uh, I found that as my family ages and my husband and I are aging as well, that providing in-home services to family members has become a very rewarding part of, of, uh, of being a nurse uh, still. And as we can't always prevent disease and disability, um, I find that working with clients in the, in the field or in their homes, it's important to give the caregiver and the client the ability to live with dignity and also with comfort as, as I have experienced with my own parents. Um, each one of us has unique and individual needs and, you know, it's, the healthcare team has to learn to provide those services to meet those needs within, uh, within the client's uh, home, home, time, home frame, actually. In my own family, my mother-in-law, she currently receives in-home care support through Community Care Access Center, or some people may be familiar with the acronym CCAC. She lives in a retirement home, uh, actually in Mississauga. She's legally blind, has mobility issues, and as a family, we have found that we're so grateful that she's able to have the service of a personal support worker to enable her to have the to maintain her level of independence, in particular. The personal support worker that she has assists her with bathing and self-care. And uh, as, as a nurse working in home, in home services, we know that that's very important to decrease the risk of falls. So before she had the personal support worker, she had fallen twice, and we were called in the middle of the night to, to help to assist her. So she fell in the bathroom. And so that's just the beginnings of, um, of what's so important to, right. to identify, identify the challenges. Sharon, you've obviously been there, done that, in the sense of being a family caregiver within your own family. Exactly. Now, now Bill, I want you to, to tell us, please, about your needs, past and present, for caregiving services in your home. Bill? Thank you, uh, Dr. Atherley. Uh, again, I thank you for the opportunity. Uh, it's uh, excellent service uh, that we've been on to here, and I really appreciate participating. Right now, uh, I'm in my 10th year of having a COPD, often referred to from the chronic obstructive pulmonary disease vocabulary. Uh, 
and uh, was prescribed the usual medication and inhalers. Managed pretty much the control of the disease until March of 2010. There uh, is when I received my first severe uh, exacerbation, which is like having pneumonia on top of COPD. Uh, And in my condition, I didn't have a doctor. My home or family doctor was unavailable due to retirement. So uh, I had to go to the emergency department. My blood uh, and oxygen level was about 50% of what it should be. And the internal medicine specialist that the hospital called upon immediately put me on 24-hour oxygen therapy. New to me and new to my family, this was going to be quite an experience. Basically, the prognosis was not good, and it was a shock to all of us. My wife uh, was insistent that any needs be done at home, if at all possible, and she didn't want me hospitalized. None of us wanted me hospitalized. We get spoiled at home, I know, and they try to look after us in the hospital, but nothing's better than home. Now, we, Bill, we heard. I'm just going to stop you there because yep. we're going to run out of time in a minute and I have a couple of other questions, but we're going to come back to what you've just been saying because it's crucially important. But okay. thanks, for, thanks for that clear summary of what okay. basically what you're coping with. Okay. Sharon, Sharon, I want to know from you a bit more about the in-home care services you actually provide. Okay. We Care Home Home Health provides a variety of services, personal support workers, homemakers, companion services, nursing, uh, foot care, pediatric care, living care, caregiver relief, and accompanied visits. Um, this is can be contracted by CCAC uh, to WeCare, or uh, private people. People can actually call in privately and request these services. Uh, we're referring today, focusing today on the REACT program, which is also provided by WeCare. It's a, a program that's been funded by the LIN, the local health integration. Uh, sorry, the local health integration network is a project in the Simcoe Muskoka region. And we're working with CCAC. We can also have um, private clients can be referred as well. So REACT stands for Remote Access to Care Technology. Uh, would you like a little bit more of an explanation? Yes, yes please. Oh, okay. The uh, remote access to care technology means that a nurse doesn't necessarily have to be face-to-face with the client on a daily basis, but uh, by means of a wireless device such as a, ta- a tablet computer, a miniature computer, um, and a blood pressure cuff, we can monitor the client's vital signs on day-to-day by actually having that information accessed by our home computer. So we can um, measure also their blood oxygen, their blood glucose, or their weight. So it's transmitted electronically to a confidential and private web portal. The nurse monitors that during business hours Monday to Friday, and we uh, identify trends and initiate timely interventions and provide ongoing education so that we can assist the client to achieve goals of of maintaining their health or improving their health or making them comfortable. Right. Bill, now what are or were, that is what are you still receiving or were you receiving in the way of home care services, and how, how, how did these and do these still help you? Well, first of all, after the initial uh, contact, we received a visit 
to, from our assigned case manager uh, and basically reviewed what my needs were. She was very helpful, very informative. She understood exactly what I was concerned with, what my family was concerned with, and that really helped us enormously. Remember that I had lived with COPD for several years, so I never really thought it was an immediate life-threatening disease. Suddenly it became one. Initially, uh, she recommended a series of visits from uh, a a physiotherapist, and this was basically through the Home Health Service REACT program, and indicated that there would be a waiting list, but she would try to get me at least uh, on the wait list to get on the REACT program itself, just by the nature of what I needed. And the physiotherapist herself visited me weekly for several weeks and assisted me with breathing and strength exercises, but it was to monitor them. It was so vital, apparently, according to my condition. In November, uh, we were included in the REACT program, and this is where we met Sharon and Nancy and became uh, our prof- they became uh, my professional caregivers. And uh, thank gosh for them, because a lot of things have changed since they've joined me. At the same time, my wife's doctor became our family physician, so that was a relief. But having been on the program ever since, it's assisted us enormously with just our over, our, our well-being. Uh, it has also helped me in the defeat of two exasperations, uh, exacerbations of my condition, acute uh, signs, etc., activity, but always treating them at home and not required for to the hospitalization, which was helpful to my, myself, my family, and needless to say, probably the hospital. Right. Now, I'm going to stop you there because we have to pay the rent in this, in this business. That is to say, we have to take a break. I understand. So, <laughs> so it is the time, but we are coming back. So let's take the break now. Okay. This is Dr. Gordon Adley, and my guests are Sharon Carr and Bill Lockheed. You're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety Channel. Please stay with us. We're definitely coming back. News, opinion, your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787, voiceamerica.com. What if you could get the information that you've always needed from a good friend? If you don't know her already, you'll want to meet Janet Zapala. Janet is an accomplished radio and television personality who now brings her experience and a wealth of guests to VoiceAmerica.com. We'll feature discussions about food and drink, nutrition, lifestyles, and fitness, just to name a few. We'll talk about current events and what you want to hear about, too. The show is called Food for Thought. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. Are you ready to live a powerful life based in vitality, joyfulness, and satisfaction? Is it time to take action and design a life you've always known you could live? Tune it to Design Your Life, Coaching for New Choices, with Master Certified Coach Patricia Hirsch. You'll explore what stops you from going after your dreams and be supported in a future you design to pull you forward from the present. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time for Design Your Life, Coaching for New Choices on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You know I need someone. You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at mymonami.com. That's doc, letter G, at mymonami.com. Now, back to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite and Sharon Carr and Bill Lougheed. Our topic is home care for family members by family caregivers working with professional caregivers. So let's now talk more about home care services for family members cared for by family caregivers working with professional caregivers like Sharon. So Sharon, in providing services in the home, tell us about how you work with the family caregiver. Okay. Uh, Initially, we arrange a home visit to do an assessment, and we we request that the family caregiver be available at the time of the home visit, and that way we can assist them to determine what needs are are, uh, their needs, what they're requesting in order to assist the client um, for optimal optimal care and uh, determine what level of services are needed at the same time. So for the caregiver, we link them to support some resources that, uh, so that also increases their knowledge and education about the signs and symptoms uh, that are uh, that they may be watching for or seeing in the client also help to reduce their anxiety uh, regarding the status of their loved one as well. We also emphasize the individual and family role in the healthcare and encourage them, the caregiver and the client, to be active members in the uh, healthcare team. Uh, we also engage them in decision making and goal setting and care planning so that they can actually let us know what their needs are. And uh, as we go along, those needs may change. So we keep that. We keep in contact with the family caregiver. We keep in contact with the client, depending on uh, what the situation is at the time. Bill, I'm going to move to you now. And I was going to ask you who your family caregiver is, but I now know it's Una, your wife. And so I'm going to refer to Una throughout and give her her real name. Uh, okay. And welcome her listening to this show. So please tell us, Bill, how did or does Una share Sharon's professional services 
work with her services to support the family caregiving that she provides to you? I'd be very pleased to. Prior to uh, going on the REACT program, Una was really constantly concerned about my health and would worry about any incidents whatsoever, no matter how slight it was. Uh, this concern obviously affected me and consequently my health, possibly in a negative manner. So there was a lot of pressure on the family as well. She was having trouble sleeping and didn't even feel comfortable leaving me at home on my own. But now with the comfort of the REACT program and knowing Sharon is only a phone call away if need be, not an emergency service, but to be able to answer some of the questions that can develop into key questions if left too long, is only a phone call away from here so that they can be reduced, anything that we would have to sleep on or whatever. We know we can leave word on the answering machine or whatever the case is just to uh, follow up with that. We're able to maintain relatively a normal lifestyle with the benefit of the REACT program. I felt confident enough to play even a little golf this summer because <laughs> I was able to monitor my own blood oxygen level and uh, the blood pressure uh, along the way, so I knew that if I was in trouble, <laughs> I could almost expect a call out in the golf course from Sharon if my <laughs> my numbers were going wrong. <laughs> but reviewing my results on a, a daily basis, uh, you know, during the week, etc., uh, I, I would receive a call from time to time from Sharon, just indicate, are you all right? Uh, do you want to test it again? You know, maybe it, you've exerted yourself, you know, giving me reasons for not panicking and then uh, sort of getting into the practice of realizing that everything isn't in stone, including the REACT equipment. But it did allow us to have that monitoring system and have a voice there to be able to explain what any questions we had. My doctor had me on blood pressure medication uh, right after we started, and Sharon helped me through uh, that situation and monitored and still does monitor that activity. The professional caregivers uh, are essential in our goal of being cared for at home because I feel physically challenged without them and more confident knowing that they are there to watch my vital signs, as was mentioned uh, or will be, Mention, I'm sure, that doctors receive the information, our own doctor receives the information as well. So the plan is to continue to take advantage of this excellent service and the professional services that Sharon's given us because it sure helps me feel uh, much more of a person than it did uh, before having such a monitoring service. Right. Now, Sharon, I'm going to ask you this. In circumstances like Bill's, if somebody's got a very bad chest condition, very bad respiratory condition, how do you um, decide which home care services are needed and how do you identify the best ways of working with a family caregiver? In other words, it's the detail that really you went through with Bill and Una. Okay, certainly. Um, if any of um, if any of Bill's vital signs fall outside the acceptable limits, the physician actually will give us 
parameters or um, guidelines in which his expectations are that the client should, or bill should actually stay within. So if his blood oxygen falls below uh, the expectations and, and if his blood pressure is low or his blood pressure is high, then there's usually something happening. Uh, so we'll contact the bill to see, get any more information, as he just mentioned, um, see what activity he's been doing, what he's been, uh, if he's been climbing stairs before he took his blood pressure or if he, making sure he took his medication. We'll contact the family doctor if necessary or refer uh, Bill to his, his doctor. We can, we can potentially arrange a visit if there's any issues going on with the equipment and he can't, uh, we can't problem solve over the phone or we can just refer him to the emergency department. Um, during the initial visit or the comprehensive health assessment that we did when I went into the home to do um, the to, to meet Bill and Una initially, we included Una in the assessment. We, we needed to know whether if we were to contact Una and ask her questions, would she be able to uh, understand what we were asking of her. We also want to make sure that she's able to manage the equipment if Bill wasn't able to, if his condition deteriorated. Uh, we also wanted to know how much Bill and Una actually understood about their disease and listen to their concerns or, and anxieties because obviously when they've meet, met somebody new and it's a new program, they have concerns about whether they can manage. Um, and if we also have any concerns about their ability to to care for themselves or if their conditions are deteriorating, then we would suggest additional services uh, to CCAC and um, make it so that they can maintain themselves in their own home for as long as possible. Now, Bill, the I'm going to ask you this question. This is advice for family caregivers who may be in the same situation that you and Una were in. Uh-huh. Um, I want to know what are the important things that family caregivers who are starting to work with professionals like Sharon, what are the important things that they might want to ask about or know when the professional caregivers are first starting their services? I I would say that the, the first thing is, as you say, and Sharon has brought up, is the awareness of the services and how the system works. That was so important because it's, if, you, if it's new to you, you don't know who's involved, what the qualifications are, whatever. This is all made very clear with Sharon in our initial meeting. And the scope of the service, how far do they go? Like we, don't, we know if we were in a serious situation, it's not an emergency service. It's a, a different type of service. It's a, it's a support service. So we'd know to call the ambulance rather than to wait to, to, or to try to reach them. So we, we knew what the parameters were and the scope of their services and what is expected of us. They were very clear on, as Sharon brought out, the fact that what can Una do, what can't she do, can Una learn it, or whatever the case is. Una will not let me go out on uh, for any reason at all if I haven't done my tests uh, on my REACT program and supply that information uh, to uh, the, those awaiting it. Uh, so, I mean, that type of supervision and, and effort is very important, and Sharon put that uh, responsibility on UNA very nicely, and believe me, they, they are an important role. 
the relationship between the two is an integral part of the whole system, I think, because it is confusing, especially when you suddenly receive new and alarming information like we did as far as the family was concerned, and then they're knowing what their expectations are, what the parameters are for their uh, the relationship to each other. And as Sharon has brought out, uh, a lot of shared information is important. And uh, careful explanations, understood. If they're not understood, further ask questions. The door was always open or the phone's always available for us to clarify. We established a rapport really from the beginning, so it was comfortable to deal with Sharon and Nancy in her case to, to be able to clarify certain things if they did come up. As far as confidence in maintaining the, the reasonable, normal lifestyle is all new since we've joined that service, believe me. And it gives you a lot of more confidence in dealing with, with what our uh, situation is, whether it's now or in the future, where, rather than be fearful of it. So I feel much better about everything, and the confidence is a big, big factor for an individual and a confident, the confidence of our family members is important. So much more, Una's got much more confidence in dealing with it now as she's ever had, and we're, we're dealing with the future like anybody is at our age, and uh, it's working out very well, and we're very grateful for all that they've done in, in our support. Now, just very quickly, because we're going to go into the break any, any moment now, but just a very quick question, yes or no. I think what I'm hearing, among other things, is that Una, the family caregiver, has major responsibilities. Um, she is uh, very much part of this process and very much part of the team, which we're going to talk about, working to care for you. Am I right about that? Ab absolutely, yes. Very, very, very important because it's easy for me to give up, come up with excuses. I'm a procrastinator by nature. And that uh, caregiving from her perspective is sort of a, you know, a supervising role as well. And uh, she makes it happen. In other words, there's a bit of discipline for you. Yes, and I don't have to wait for Sharon to say that I haven't been doing something. <laughs> I love it. Now, we are going to go into the break now, but we are coming back to this fascinating, mar marvelous story. So let's take the break. This is Dr. Gordon Adderley. My guests are Sharon Carr and Bill Lougheed. You're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. We're coming back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. 
How has your belief system been formed? Has it been based on others telling you what to believe? Do you desire to make changes in your life that you know will bring you deeper fulfillment? Tune in to The Ripple Effect with Katherine Cloward for your weekly dose of inspiration and encouragement. Whether it be in your business, personal relationships, or family life, this show will help you recognize and trust your intuitive knowing. Catherine and her guests will help inspire you to make fulfilling choices for your life. The Ripple Effect is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You know I need someone You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at mymonami.com That's doc, letter G, at m-y-m-o-n-a-m-i dot com now, back to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite and Sharon Carr and Bill Lougheed. Our topic is home care for family members by family caregivers working with professional caregivers. So now let's talk about the teamwork in home care for family members when, you know, the team is between family caregivers and professional caregivers and, of course, the person who's receiving the care. So, Bill, basic question this. Do you agree with the idea that the ways in which Sharon and your wife, Una, work together, as, that it really was team work? And if you do agree with that, how and why was the teamwork particularly helpful? Bill? Absolutely. No, I, I can't uh, speak enough about the relationship that we know exists between the two because obviously the results are far better than I expected. And uh, I know that Una is much more relieved. It's definitely a great relationship with their team as well as our family. And this is what makes up our team altogether. Una was devastated by the prognosis and was given initially uh, when it was given initially, it just didn't know where to turn. And when we learned about CCAC, it, it gave us new hope. An acquaintance of Una's uh, told her of her husband, who had been hospitalized and was so unhappy about it, that in fact he decided against the medical advice, of course, to discharge himself and went home. Prior to his leaving the hospital, a CCAC worker was informed, and he or she told him of the home care program. He uh, assented to all this and now is doing very well today, and he was relieved, although he knew he was wrong, to do what he did because of how much he better he feels about it. Uh, our first experience with We Care Service was through uh, our physiotherapist, followed by our REACT experience, which continues today. To, right. 
the teamwork between my wife and Sharon's terrific because it uh, causes peace of mind and peace around the house. Uh, knowing that there's somebody to go to without thinking of phoning the doctor or going to the hospital or a clinic that could be clarified just with because they've established that rapport and I think that's what's key. The association okay. that we've had with We Care Health Services has helped us get back to a normal life. Now, I'm going to interrupt you, Bill. Um, we're going to come back to some of these things again, but I want to go to Sharon now. Sharon, you've talked a lot about the types of services in home services you offer as part of the teamwork, but I just want you to say more about the scope. I mean, for example, we're talking now about respiratory health problems. What about what awful topic, mental health problems like dementia and Alzheimer's? Do you deal with that? What other types of services do you offer for the kind of conditions that people are living at home with? Sharon? Okay. Uh, those types of services that We Care offers is uh, uh, support regarding. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just checking my notes here because I work with the REACT program, and the REACT program specifically is for people who um, do the blood pressure monitoring. But We Care does work with uh, caregiver support and someone who goes in and visits, uh, nursing support for that for assessment to determine uh, the personal support worker's needs and determine whether or not the client is able to stay home on their own safely. Uh, if they're not able to prevent falls or maintain their medication, take their own take their own medications in the, uh, the times that they're supposed to be taking them and we can be assured that they're taking them safely, then uh, that certainly has to be looked at to see whether or not they're able to, to maintain uh, or if the family caregiver needs extra support so, because they can't be there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They do need a break to go, out, to go shopping. So we care can provide some of that assistance as well. That's called respite, is it? Or That's called it's uh, caregiver relief as, yes. as well as uh, personal support workers who will go in and actually just stay in the home uh, as a, as a uh, support person while the caregiver does go out for groceries or appointments and that type of thing. Got it. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity to support them, to support the and offer other resources to the caregiver. The caregiver may need a little bit of um, time to go out to uh, something social as well. And, and so uh, the We Care does offer those services. Now, Bill, back to Bill. What right. are the services that Una think helped her the most or help her now the most, and why did they help her so much? Well, I would say uh, just knowing each day uh, that uh, we could check our progress through the REACT program would really start your day off right. You know, she's just as interested in my statistics and Sharon, as Sharon is. And because she understands them, it was explained very well. So it gives you a real start to a good day not knowing, you know, what those stats are and what they mean to you don't have much of a, a weight, but they do with this uh, equipment. There's just no question, and the education that comes with it. Uh, as far as additional services are concerned, we know, and Sharon has just brought it up, sometimes there's certain things that come up that we know that it's not in the REACT program, but you can contact one of the professionals, such as Sharon, and they know how to identify the different groups or the association relationships 
to go to for it. And that's the big thing because as, as you get older, you uh, realize there might be other needs that aren't necessarily falling in with the partnership that you already have as far as the team is concerned. But they're very free and very aware of uh, the different needs that might be needed or they may sense them and suggest that we go and see so-and-so or speak to another service. Yeah. Now, Sharon, you, you mentioned some of the things you actually offer in the way of services, whether it's directly through your program or through the weaker uh, services um, more largely. The services you offer to the family caregivers themselves with their lives and their health. Now, if I'm just going to anticipate your question a little bit, it's in this way. You know, Bill knows, and we all know, that the life of the family caregiving is a giver is exhausting, it's tiring, and it's worrying, and it's alarming. So caring for the family caregiver is important. Sharon, what's your view of that? What services do you offer? How important do you think this, this kind of support really is? Oh, it's very important. Uh, families are often conflicted. They're conflicted with the decisions that they have to make, you know, whether or not they're able to manage the client at home. Uh, in, in Bill and Una's case, Bill is doing very well and his, his uh, health has actually improved. But in some situations, the, um, the caregiver calls or we are calling them. They're a sounding, we're their sounding board. We're there to offer support and advice as, as needed. Um, as I mentioned, that each client receives an in-home assessment and a detailed health history is taken, but we often find that the caregiver has uh, health concerns as well that may, they may not be feeling any better than the, the client is themselves. But our overall goal is to keep the client at home as long as possible, reduce the number of hospital visits and admissions, and there's um, times when we need to make help them or guide them along the process of making decisions during crises. Uh, we conduct the falls assessment and environment assessment. We make sure that they're living in a safe environment. We also offer a guide. It's uh, called Independent Living and a Get Going Guide. These booklets offer the caregiver tips on healthy eating, exercises, communication, and a safety practice for safety for around the home. Uh, we're also working on goal setting and and realistic goals for both the caregiver and for the client. So we're doing our best as well to bring the whole uh, the family into into making realistic decisions and making sure that they're all safe at the same time. So this is com Sharon. I'm still with you on this one. This is comprehensive support, isn't it? That is. You're supporting, if I can start with the environment, that is to make sure that that's safe. You're supporting, obviously, the person with the condition, but you're also seeing the family caregiver, the person, Una, who needs support, who may not at times be in the best of health, is certainly under stress and certainly needs someone to, in a way, take care of her too, even though... There is, Bill is perhaps the primary recipient. Now, would I be right in saying, because you're a nurse and I'm going to ask you this, that that's not the sort of thing that hospitals, healthcare facilities normally offer? Am I right about that? Yes, you're right about that. We look at, we like to call it looking at the whole picture. 
when you look at the whole picture and you're able to see the environment the client is living in, the environment that the caregiver is having to work within, uh, it's, it's, you're, you can make suggestions, you can refer them to another agency or services that we care does provide. For example, foot care. If, um, if the client needs foot care and, and the caregiver is not able to do that or the caregiver has difficulty bending down to pick up items herself, then we can make suggestions on how to make their lives a little easier that maybe they're not aware of. Just a quick supplementary question, and I'm going to ask Bill. What about looking after your teeth and your mouth and toothbrushing and things like that? Is that something you need help with, or are you okay doing it yourself? No, I'm fine with that, but I uh, I can understand why the question, because I know others that, uh, you know, do have some difficulties, and I'm not really sure other than their own dental services or whatever the case is, uh, how they would go about doing it. Yeah. Sharon, do you, does, do you know if We Care or your service offers any kind of special help with oral hygiene, oral health care? The, the, um, we can ask a nurse to go in or make suggestions to uh, the families. If the family is having difficulty, uh, we can refer them on to CCAC, actually Community Care Access Center, can have a nurse uh, do a visit. Uh, also, they have resources that perhaps a um, if they're needing transportation to get to a, a dentist, then that's something that can be arranged through CCAC. Uh, at least refer them to a physician who can refer them just to the information that they're needing. Got it. Now, again, I'm afraid we have to take the break. We have to stop there, um, but we are coming back. So. Uh, this is Dr. Gordon Athelay, and my guests are Sharon Carr and Bill Lougheed. You're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety Channel. We're coming back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at one 866 472 5787 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Two views, different topics, questions, answers, news, and advice. You'll want to check out Ecoman and the Skeptic live from Philadelphia University. Every week, join hosts Rob Fleming and Chris Pastor as they tackle a different topic on sustainability. You'll hear all sides of the issue supported by guests who provide valuable insights. Get ready to be engaged, educated, and entertained when you tune into Ecoman and the Skeptic. Broadcast live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Help, you know I need someone. 
You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at mymonami.com. That's doc, letter G, at mymonami.com. Now, back to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite and Sharon Carr and Bill Lockheed. Our topic is home care for family members by family caregivers working with professional caregivers. So let's talk about the future of the teamwork involved in home care for family members provided by family caregivers working with professional caregivers. That word teamwork has come out very strongly in what we've been talking about, so let's pursue it further. Sharon, first of all with you. How do you see the future of the kind of teamwork you've described and that you're doing with Una and with Bill? How do you see that evolving between professional caregivers and family caregivers? Okay. Thank you, Dr. Athlete. The It's important to that everyone knows we have to continue to expect change. Change is going to occur in the delivery of health care, uh, whether we like it to happen or not, unfortunately, but it, it is going to continue. Um, the teamwork model works best when everybody comes to the table, uh, meaning the CCAC case manager, the WeCare um the week here administrative staff, the REACT uh, team, as well as, as Una and Bill, we all work together to provide uh, the service. Uh, nursing's changed drastically due to the improved technology and the way services are delivered, and uh, we're working as a team, uh, two other nurses and myself, as well as the We Care office, and we're working to provide the make ensure the equipment is working to ensure that the client and caregiver are happy with the service that they're also uh, getting their questions answered. Uh, as as part of, irregardless of what happens on the legislative front, in other words, the government healthcare reforms already occurring. Spiraling costs and staff shortages, sorry, shortages and increased demand. Um, so, healthcare organizations are looking for new models of care to improve effectiveness and efficiency. Sorry about that. So, we feel that we care is actually on the cutting edge with the REACT program. And so, you are going to find in the future that this is the new way that healthcare is actually going to be delivered. Right. Now, I'm going to go to Bill. You heard um, Sharon just mention government right. a moment ago. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot. Supposing you're a politician and you're, one, you're going out for election on the basis that <clears throat> you want more teamwork of the type we've been talking about, right. that is between professional caregivers and family caregivers in yeah. the home, what's going to be your pitch to the voters? What are the, the three things that you're going to be saying uh, that uh, is the reason, gives them the reason to vote for you and therefore teamwork. What are the things? Well, I would say that one of the things that you've brought up uh, certainly falls into this category of, you know, keeping the family together. Uh, one of the uh, concerns, obviously, uh, is that enough of us are knowledgeable of medical problems or mental problems or whatever that one has to handle as well as, you know, living in uh, the busy world it is uh, without having some professional advice. And to me, I would like to put my money on the 
services like this where you have to put in a little to get what you want. It shows the dedication. It shows uh, the teamwork within the family and even probably brings some family together. So I would say that is going to be one of the factors is to, you know, keep the fa- help keep the family together. As far as the monetary aspect is concerned, they can start to add up, and you hear them now, the, the costs of going up, uh, either, whether it's getting medication or assistance to go to the hospital, etc. these costs are going up, and whether it's getting to and from some of these services that we've received are ones that have saved, I'm sure, so many people a lot of money from going back and forth to the hospital, in some cases going miles just for some treatment, where they could, if under the supervision that we've had, uh, would receive uh, excellent in uh, excellent uh, service in their own environment and making it easy on everybody. That's a pretty compelling case. Well, I tell you, I would rather go. I would rather go with this and go to have. Uh, you know, uh, go through the hospitalization situation knowing that, you know, I could be there for hours or people are ahead of me. People are there that should be getting more attention than I have just simply because I don't have the services at hand or I'm not aware of the services at hand that I would require going to the hospital for. Got, got it. Sharon, what's the teamwork message that you would like to give to family caregivers? I'm not going to put you on the political platform, but this okay. speaking as, as a professional. What's the teamwork message that you would like to give to family caregivers who are wondering about professional services to help their loved ones stay at home for as long as possible? What's okay. your message? Definitely. Well, it's very important to build a strong, caring team to deliver health care to their loved one at home, most importantly. And oftentimes when they're deciding on a service provider, most consumers will judge a company on uh, uh, how it's served in the relationship or connection they're able to create. It's a relationship of trust, really, and of being supported that really will enable someone to make a decision on one company over another. It, there's an evolution, actually, of sorts taking place in the healthcare. It's called patient destiny. Perhaps you have heard of that term before, or if not, it uh, pertains to the fact that patients are actually beginning to demand immediate and timely access to their own health information, which um, many of us are actually can probably relate to. Uh, patients want this information to be accessible to their, to their physicians, and in many offices, and actually in Ontario, with the uh, the advocates, the actual computers being able to send the information to the physician's offices from one place to another, it's already happening, uh, and makes it very timely. Uh, our program welcomes this, and you know, we're fostering an independent and informed client, so we certainly want our clients to be informed. We want them to be knowledgeable about their health. And I'd say that the REACT program actually is playing a very important role as part of the health care team and that it represents the next generation of home care. I also want everyone to know, and Dr. Rathalie, I don't know if you're aware, that there's no fee to be part of the program. It's been funded by the Ministry of Health under the Long-Term Care Aging at Home Initiative. And after 18 months, it's been documented that it's actually saved the health care system over $600,000. Wow. Not, to me- not to mention the client's satisfaction, and thank you, Bill. <laughs> right. 
Now, Bill, last word with you, and it, we have to be quick, I'm afraid. Okay. Uh, this teamwork message you would give to family caregivers uh, who are wondering, what is your point that you would give to families in the situation that you and Una are in uh, about the teamwork that Sharon and you have been talking about? What's the message? Well, we've found it's totally totally invaluable and they provide uh, comfort and support and dignity where other services or hospital or institutional situations just don't provide. They allow a family to stay together in a familiar environment, which is really impo- uh, really uh, good to have because you want that as long as possible. And family caregivers uh, have been allowed uh, to stay intact in more cases than I know that that, uh, just brings people together under time of need and you feel that you can help. As far as the advice for family caregivers and giving serious consideration professional services offered by the CCAC, I can only thank them very much on behalf of my family and uh, the uh, We Care and React and all the support that's been received, I, was, I think the Ontario government should take more credit and possibly give this more resources so that they can continue on as great as I think they will be for the future. There you go. Now, what I'm going to come summarize back to uh, both of you and everybody who's listening is this. The point, I think, here is that family caregiving is going to be the future, and family caregiving in this teamwork we've been talking about today is the key to the effective use of healthcare professionals such as Sharon and her team. It's also the effective use of health information. It's also the support of families, and in the end, supporting them goes back to the traditions that many, many families have had throughout time, but it also saves government money at a time when government is strapped for money. So I, I can only say to you, both of you, and to everybody who's doing the same work as you're doing, keep up the good work because you are the saviors of the healthcare system. Now at that point I have to close and say thank you to our listeners. Please email us with your comments and questions. I want to say thank you to Sharon and to Bill for sharing with us your experience, your insights, and your advice. And as I said before, every, every success to you in your work. And, Bill, to you, in, for you, your golf and your enthusiasm, and to Una for her good work. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about drug reform. Please join us, same time, same spot, on the Internet. Talk to you then. Thank you again for joining us this week for Family Caregivers Unite with your host, Dr. Gordon Atherley. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until then, we hope our program will help make the coming week easier and more hopeful. And I do appreciate you being around. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 